Hello, friends. This is Sam Cheney reporting for Weaponized News. Today is January 13th, 2023. Happy Friday the 13th out there. And man, it's a it's a heavy topic we're going to cover today, which we continue to cover here on Weaponized News. Global death cult, the global death cult, the eugenics depopulation program and one world government agenda that is unfolding right in front of our eyes and it can no longer be denied. Here to talk about that author and researcher, William Ramsey. How are you doing tonight, William? I'm doing great, Sam. It's great to be with you. Thanks for the invite. Hey, thank you, man. And like I was saying a little bit before the show, um, I wasn't familiar with your work, but I've done my little cursory research and I really appreciate your your interview that you just did with uh, Freeman uh, Freeman Fly, everybody should go check that out on your Rockfin and your Twitter channels. That's a very interesting, digging deep, taking a deep dive into the occult. Um, all of us are all censored all over the place. It's insane, the censorship. I saw you talking on another interview that you're banned off YouTube. Of course, I'm banned off YouTube. Freeman's banned off YouTube. I mean, ten, they got tens of thousands now of creators, independent uh, researchers that are uh, all banned off of all these big tech platforms. It's a damn uh, crime what, what they've done here now, um, demonetizing us. It's just, uh, I don't want to complain about that too much, but I just, I mean, so now we're, we're streaming live on Twitter. Somehow we're still on Twitter, probably heavily shadow banned. We're on Twitter, Rockfin, Odyssey, Rumble. And then, of course, go to weaponizednews.com for the replay. Um, I wanted to get in quick to the news here. However, we're talking to Global Death Cult, and you're in L.A. L.A. County uh, COVID-19 deaths hit new record high, according to the L.A. Times. And, and to put it in some context, the L.A. County recorder reported 164 deaths, uh, COVID-19 deaths, and they don't say from or had with it or whatnot, and they don't uh, go into much details in this LA Times article, but 164 uh, reported last week during a seven-day period. And so since you're the author of Global Death Cult, I thought that tied right in. Um, What is going on with the Global Death Cult? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I think that right now, when I wrote the book, I published it in 2021. It was really about kind of this far-right a cult group, but their ideology, I think, is very similar to the ideology of the people who are engaged in this uh, pandemic uh, that is killing off people. I think that this is a huge coal, and the Order of Nine Angles uses that exact same term, culling. So they're culling the herd, and I think that's happening right now. So there's intentional deaths, and I think that they're just going to keep continuing to push this emergency. Javier Becerra here in California, former California. Uh, AG actually just signed the continuing uh, emergency. So this COVID emergency is never going to end. They're going to try to keep making this biosecurity state and uh, just keep reporting these deaths. Like, I don't trust any of the numbers that come from the government. I know they've lied. I know they've kept information from the public. And everything about the shots, they're really not vaccines. Everything about the gene therapy uh, things is fake. They've lied about everything. So uh, it's really a nightmare. We're in the middle of a real nightmare. It's the worst dystopia. It's it's great reporting on this stuff. Uh, (laughs) Ever since since I've been doing this show um, a long time now, uh, 15 years, something like that, I've been saying that uh, the government wants you dead, and they say, oh, you're radical, that's too extreme. But now we're seeing... The government literally wants you dead. In Canada, the MAID uh, program, Medical Assistance and Dying Program, is very large there in Canada now. And here in California, physician-assisted suicide has been legalized since 2016. So it's not a far reach to say that the government wants you dead. And we know they have a long history of eugenics, and they're constantly talking about depopulation, calling the herd, how you uh, spoke of. And so now, now it's all coming out. So they had to, they have to come out in the open. And now we're living through the uh, depopulation with the the release of the bioweapon, the COVID nineteen, and now the next bioweapon, the the vaccine, quote vaccine gene therapy, not even a vaccine. They had to change the definition. 
And so it's not even uh, defined as a conventional vaccination. And I wouldn't suggest taking any of those. And we're seeing the public uh, mind change against these um, against the medical establishment, against the vaccination program. And so I think that's a good thing. Uh, the The subtitle of your book is is the Order of Nine Angels. Angles, angles, yeah. Angles, Adam Waffen, and Adam Waffen was a far right uh, American kind of neo Nazi group. Adam Waffen and the Slaughter of the Innocents. You want to explain that to us? Far yeah. right, huh? Is that these? Yeah, is so, that these Trump supporters? No, these are people who are even farther right. Maybe some of them would claim to be Trump supporters, but I don't think they would support Trump. He's too egalitarian and likes black people too much. So I think these are very far right racists who look back to Hitler as kind of an ideal and know that they're not going to have real political power to have a political party. So they promote their ideas through other means. And so I trace them back to the UK, but some of their general precepts and ideas are killing people, getting rid of what they would call like homo hubriati, like hubris. So they have this kind of old um, Greek philosophical outlook. They reference a lot of Greek ideas, actually. But they believe in calling and killing people, selecting what they would call an offer or a victim and kill them. But I think that you can see this overlap between my book, like I said, it came out in 2021, and what's happening right now. I think it's the same ideology. Some people are unfit to live. We have to get rid of them to move forward to our uh, utopia. And I think that's what's happening now. I think that the elites have really decided that the average person is a useless eater and has to go. And that's what this, everything involved, whether it's, you said, like you said, the COVID-19 bioweapon, and then add in the protocols, the perverse incentives of the protocols, and then add in the kill shot and whatever's coming next. Like they're on an agenda. You can see this is a blueprint and uh, obviously insiders know what's going on. I'm not an insider, but yeah, I think that, there are overlaps in meaning between my book and the, and the current events, yeah, for sure. And they don't seem to stop. Maybe they're slowing down a little bit because news breaking today is that, and of course it was reported on uh, Fox News for whatever that's worth, the establishment mouthpiece that is Fox News. They are reporting CDC to investigate link between strokes and COVID-19 vaccines, and it's actually uh, posted on the CDC website, CDC and FDA identify preliminary COVID-19 vaccine safety signal for persons age 65 years and older. And it's a little bit too late because I think they're running out of steam. I also saw a story, at least as far as vaccine uptake goes, I saw a story, another story out of Wall Street Journal saying that Johnson and Johnson is going to slow down production of its vaccine due to lack of demand for it. And so it feels like this vaccination program is running out of steam and the public is finally catching on. And they've been complaining for like the last six months that people that we're not reaching our booster goals. We're not reaching our booster quota. I've seen stories here and there. And then, of course, Fauci and the rest of the public health uh, criminals are bemoaning the fact that people are not up to date on their vaccinations. And then, of course, it uh, the question always comes up, well, are you fully vaccinated? Well, have you had the, the latest booster? I think at some, at some point we're up to five vaccination shots here in the United States. If you're truly up to date according to public health standards. And so it feels like it really fell off. If you didn't die after the first two uh, really hesitant to take that third, the majority of people out there. And it feels like this program's coming to an end, but it feels like if we don't hold, uh, demand justice now, if we don't demand justice and accountability for what they've done, they'll just ro- keep on rolling out the next program, uh, a new bioweapon. People have decreased, have destroyed their immune systems by taking these mRNA injections. So, I mean, I don't know exactly how they're going to spin it, what they're going to do, maybe sacrifice Fauci, put on a show over there in Congress. Uh, They can go a lot of different ways here. They could just release the next bioweapon and one that really does make you fall over dead right on the spot if you're infected with it. Um, It's tough to say right now. They're not done calling the herd. 
Uh, what are your thoughts on that, uh, William? Well, I mean, Bill Gates has come out and talked about this, has had another kind of event, 201, the precursor that happened in 2020. He came out with something called Contagion Convention. They're predicting another one, and one of his henchmen at the WEF said exactly the next one's going to be worse than the first. So they're trying to ramp up the fear. They're still trying to ramp up the fear in any means by any means necessary, whether it's on traditional corrupt evil corporate media or alternate media. So I think that people should be very concerned about what's coming next. I do think they have this agenda for 2030, and I think that uh, it's very dark and uh, it's it's anti-human, really. It's actually Luciferian. So all these people, I mean, you just had three presidents come out and promote the shots. This was within the last two days. I don't know if you've seen that video, but Bush and Clinton and Obama came out and said, get your shot. Tells you a lot. And they're in some kind of weird mausoleum. I don't even know where they are, why they chose that spot. But uh, that to me is telling that they're on board with this agenda, this kind of secret agenda. So I'd be very concerned. And I think that the uptake is little because the message has gone out. People have realized their family members have been injured or dead. And they've realized that they took all their shots like the government told them to because it was safe and effective and still got sick or got sicker. So even the most dense or least paranoid of the population are kind of like, okay, I was led astray. And I have to admit, like when the, when the pandemic first started, I took them at face value. I trusted them. I thought that they were working in our best interest, Fauci. We had all these institutions that were supposedly there to help. And it was just all baloney. Like they, they did so many nasty things. There are criminals. There's many criminal acts involved in this and fraud, just simple fraud, criminal fraud and civil fraud. So they're in deep, deep trouble if the actual kind of like uh, torts lawyers who are involved in the opioid crisis or the cigarette litigation or the tobacco litigation get involved in this because there are billions, if not a trillion dollars at stake, literal huge amount of money that people couldn't believe. That's how much money they made. That's how much money they switched over to their side is 500 billion. So they can buy a lot of propaganda. They can manipulate a lot of people, but. They uh, did this to, you know, increase their stock price and get paid real money. And, and the, one of the scary things is we don't even know Fauci's interest in some of these uh, private corporations. Like we don't know his benefit. We know he have some he has some association with Moderna, but we don't even know. And he actually said directly to the face of Rand Paul, "I don't have to tell you." Like it was the most brazen, bold, arrogant thing I'd ever seen in front of Congress. You can ask my interest, but there's no law that shows that I have to tell you, which should tell you everything to Americans about the current state of your political system, where you don't have laws, transparency laws, to know what's going on with people running your health system. It's incredible. So, yeah, things are good. <laughs> it is incredible, and that should, that should wake people up. To, um, this guy... This guy has more power, an unelected bureaucrat, now retired, uh, President Fauci. I mean, head of public health Fauci. I mean, President Fauci, right? He has more power than uh, the president, apparently, yeah. than, than senators. Then he's like one of the most powerful guys in the government, uh, apparently, because he can just sit there and arrogantly say uh, none of your business uh, when he's testifying in front of the Senate. I mean, truly. And he lied. He definitely lied. There's no question he's lied about gain-of-function research, his involvement in Wuhan, all that stuff. He's lying straight to their face, and he has the confidence in knowing that because the bums and the DOJ are never going to have enough spine, is one way to put it, to actually uh, arrest him or prosecute him for that. So uh, then that just shows the kind of weak, flaccid state of these people who are in you know, Washington, D.C., which I call Mordor now because of all the evil stuff that comes out of there. So um, it's brazen. It's just brazen illegality. It's really incredible. It's just something that I never thought I'd see in my life. And I lived, lived there for three years, so I know kind of, I was familiar with D.C. I was there in the 90s when bodies were piling up under the Clinton death uh, body count. But You uh, got to be careful what you say. Don't, you don't, uh, don't say you're going to testify against Hillary. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> they were very serious. These guys are, uh, there's body counts for all these presidents. Just leave it at that. Going all the way back, it's not even the recent ones. 
There are, but it seems the Clintons are more brazen than anyone. That they just don't even care. Like, I forget even how many, like 50, over 50 of their close yeah. friends and associates are, are just happened to uh, coincidentally uh, wind up dead. It's they crazy. had a they had a guy last year, 2022, Middleton. Look up him. Do you hear yeah. his story? I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I guess he decided to go out to a tree, hang himself, and then shoot himself, like something that uh, the steps don't quite make They're sense. They're hardcore gangsters, man. They they are part of the, the global death cult, yeah. no doubt. There's a lot of money involved. There's trillions of dollars involved. So these guys are very heavy hitters and are play, playing for keeps. Jeez. I mean, look at what they're doing in their, in Ukraine. It's just a complete vassal state of the U.S. What are your thoughts on Ukraine? Is is Ukraine even a real war? Like, what what's going on over there? Why, why? I think uh, why no calls for peace at all. I mean, we see the Pope and Henry Kissinger, for, of all people, have said that we need to uh, scale it back and actually negotiate for peace. But you don't see. Anyone who's actually in office in in our federal government, I don't see it, no one really saying let's uh let's back off of this and let's call for peace. I haven't seen anybody. I maybe I'm missing it, but I would like uh, peace and no war. I would like to get the hundred billion dollars back for something that has zero influence upon my life. Like I do not care. Russia has been invaded twice. They've had very the last war with the Nazis. No, the U.S. has never experienced anything like that. One-eighth of the Russian population was killed. One-fourth injured. The whole, like imagine a whole generation between 18 and 30 decimated. Not, not even decimated is the right word. 80% died. So the whole, the whole country, imagine if the Nazis showed up on the eastern seaboard and attacked all the way to Mississippi. That's the kind of land space that the Nazis had. And then also you can go back to the 1812 war with Napoleon. He went in and burned Moscow. So that's a national sensitivity for them. They don't want somebody gearing up on their border, right? They don't want to go through that again. That's what's happening in the eastern part of Ukraine was there were ethnic Russians. They're literal neo-Nazis, right? And some of these guys tie into global death cult because they go there. The Nazis go there for training. But there, that was the abuse that was going on. They so have the Russians, black to me, sun Nazi symbol, right? Yeah, it's called the sun and rod. But that, to me, is a sensible concern. I don't want people. I don't want people on my border who can attack me either. You know, so I don't. We don't have a border anymore, which tells you a lot about the legal system here. But that's another. I think it's important because it's telling because we're more concerned about the borders of another country than our own. So the and this isn't this isn't political. This doesn't mean I'm a Republican or a Democrat. I'm an independent. I'm a registered independent. So these are just basic principles. It's a huge waste. The Ukraine Zelensky was installed just like Biden. Well, I don't know before I get censorship for this, but in the late night, it was a, it was a color revolution, and then he shut down all of his enemies. He shut down all the political parties that uh, were in co contest with him. I don't know if people know that. So you basically have a dictator put in by the U.S. Who's sending money, and we don't even know there's any accounting. I think that this new Congress that came in has said we need an accounting of what's going on in the Ukraine. But billions of dollars is being spent there, and some people on the ground, there's reports coming out that that money is not hitting the ground, right? So there's not $100 billion of equipment going into Ukraine. So where is it being siphoned off to? And we know this whole story with Burisma, Hunter Biden, is a mess, and... Uh, that was why Trump was impeached, if you remember, was asking questions about Ukraine. That was his whole thing on the on the phone. He didn't know the whole thing. So it's totally corrupt. I mean, it's so sickeningly corrupt. And uh, literally, your tax dollars are supporting neo-Nazis in, in eastern Ukraine. So you can thank your, your political leaders for that. There's no question about it. So my view of Ukraine is who cares? We have so many problems here in the U.S., including this kill shot that uh, outweigh anything that's happening in Ukraine by a factor of 10 million. Jeez, William, I'm going to take the Ukraine flag out of my social media profile. <laughs> um, sorry. I didn't know that you were a huge fan. You must love <laughs> Zelensky. He's a comedian. He's a comedian. He's not even a politician. He's just public. He's propped up by your government. He's propped up by the U S they put it, they installed him. Did you see that he, um, he got a he got Sean Penn's Oscar. Sean Penn, the American actor, went over to Ukraine and gave I don't know how he won an Oscar, but somehow 
Sean Penn has an Oscar, and he gave it to Zelensky. They're literally laughing, throwing it in our face. Uh, he's on green screen. He's always showing up in these ar army fatigues. He addressed our Congress in army fatigues, for crying out loud. He couldn't even uh, put on a suit or, or even dress. It's totally staged. It's just total, like, fiction, like it's, Wizard of Oz. You know, what's going of, on. Of, yeah. of, of just idiocy at this point. And like you say, we care. Apparently our federal government cares more about the border between Russia and Ukraine than they do our own Southern border here now. Yeah. It's going to be a disaster too. Cause you don't know who's coming in. There's human trafficking. All these girls are getting raped at the border. It's just, and so the pretense of the holier now virtue signaling is such a joke and there's tons of fentanyl. We're actually in a biological warfare. So this is bio war. It's fifth generation war. The fentanyl is a bioweapon. Opioids is a bioweapon. People are at war against the United States, and the government does not care. Both parties, okay? And the, you have a total uh, figurehead at the top. Biden is, is just like Zelensky. He's installed too. So you should be very scared. Like people should be like, wow, we're in a, deep, we're in a dark spot. If you really think about it, it's not good. Uh, it's it's horrible. We continue to report on weaponized news here about the UN Agenda 2030 goals for sustainable development. They want to depopulate us. They 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 have noble and uh, noble goals. They say and they all sound good, but you got to read between the lines about what they're really talking about. How are they going to end global poverty and global hunger? Well, they're going to kill the majority of the global population is how they're going to achieve these goals. And they, they tend to leave that part out on their uh, front page of the UN website there. And they're, but if you they, told, deeper, they told us at the uh, Georgia Guidestones, though, right? They told us a lot of that stuff signaled it. They did, they, they, but they tore it down last year now, right? It was mysteriously blowing up. And then within a, within a day, uh, it was, it was demolished and taken away. All evidence gone, but on that Georgia Guidestones, it said they want to decrease the world's population down to 500 million people, a manageable level. And that was written in like, I forget how many languages, but. Uh, right. On monoliths, by the way, these elites yeah. love this whole mon monolithic uh, symbol. So you'll see the monolith in 9-11 in New York City, and it's, it's a hall all over the place. It's a very heavy uh, Masonic symbol. Tell us about that. Your uh, global death cult is not your only book. Now you're you've got quite a few books going on here. Uh, Alistair Crowley, what was he the self-proclaimed most evil man alive? You've got uh, a abomination, and then you've got prophet of evil, Alistair Crowley. That's actually what happened. What started me down uh, the rabbit hole was uh, nine eleven when. Um, there was a, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, architects and engineers for 9 11 yes, Truth. Sir. Anyway, yes, back in the, I don't, I'm going to say like 2005, six, something like that, uh, Richard Gage came to Fresno, Clovis, California, where I'm at, and he put on a presentation and the organizers rented out the Veterans Hall. There was like over 100 people there. No one had ever heard this information before that he was presenting at that time about the controlled demolition of the uh, Twin Towers and building number seven, and it was very well received. He even got on local uh, Channel 26 Fox News here. They did like a, a 10, 15-minute interview with him. Of course, that's been memory hold now, but uh, but at the time, uh, we thought that it was, and it was shocking for a lot of people, myself included, because I had not heard a lot of that information. Um, and then out of that came a 9-11 Truth group, right? And then so... Like uh, next week, next couple weeks, uh, it was through Meetup. I don't know if people are familiar with the website Meetup. That was how, how you would organize uh, 10, 15 years ago online. Uh, they formed this Meetup group. Everybody went online, signed up. Okay, we're going to meet up here at this coffee shop. Uh, I think it was actually Starbucks at that time. We had a... We had a um, a good meeting there set up, like 50, 60 people showed up. Okay, what are we going to do? We're trying to organize. We're going to go tell our uh, media about it. We're going to go tell our local elected officials, say, hey, we need to take another look at 9-11. What's going on with this? This guy's presenting some uh, very important information from a from an architect's and engineer's perspective. And so anyway, um, 
a group of probably 50, 60 people show up for this meeting. What are we going to do next to take action about 9-11 truth? What do you know? Who shows up? Agent provocateurs. Two mm-hmm. crazy guys, right? They show up saying, hey, I'm all pissed off about 9-11. Let's go shoot a bunch of cops. Let's go bomb wow. the federal building downtown. Wow. Right? And, and people right away say, we're not violent. We're not going to go attack random police and embalm the federal building downtown that doesn't make any sense but obviously what they were there to do was to scare people and it did it scared people broke up the group and then so people said uh, the next one it was like 10 15 people because they're like these are crazy people they're talking about shooting cops blowing up federal buildings and so that was my experience into getting into uh, i guess you could say waking up and and seeing that how corrupt this uh, this government really is and what lengths they'll go to to cover up uh, information and try to stop people from organizing and, and asking questions. It was my first-hand experience with that 9-11 truth group. So my question comes back to you. You wrote this book about um, Prophet of Evil, Aleister Crowley, 9-11, and the New World Order. Uh, you want to tell us about the cultic uh, meaning behind 9-11? Absolutely. I mean, I think that the dates were chosen deliberately. I think it was a very important date at the new millennia. So I think that the people who conducted the event, it was a structured event, meaning like it was intended to happen. It's all propaganda. Uh, Wanted to do it. It's exactly 11 years from George Bush. The book is really about George Bush, Bush Sr. But George Bush Sr. made the famous New World Order speech 11 years to the date. So there's all kinds of weird numerical significances there. In my question, when I was researching 9-11, I was an early reason, like around 2003, 2004, I realized there was, it was all baloney. Like, I was duped, but then I realized I saw Building 7 and a lot of pieces came out. Very kind of similar where to what's you, happening. That's the question people say, oh, you always remember, I'm too young for Kennedy assassination, but where were you? They say, you'll always remember that. Where were you when uh, 9-11 happened? I remember I was at work, working uh, as a... Uh, heavy equipment tire repairman and I was and I had a service truck and I was driving around Sacramento California listening on the radio and they said we're under attack uh buildings are getting bombed they're attacking the Pentagon and I didn't watch any television until I got home that day after work I was just listening on the radio craziest thing you ever heard so uh, do you remember where you were and what Yeah I was there? at home at my mom's place and uh, was watching it on the TV with my future wife just uh actually we've been married but we were watching, and I really couldn't believe it. So it was West Coast, so everything had happened three hours before. But I was watching it, and I remember one of the towers fell, and I couldn't even comprehend it. So I couldn't comprehend that they actually fell. But, yeah, I remember that very vividly. And I was angry. I was actually part of the, you know, I couldn't believe that there would be a damn Ben Laden, those damn Muslims, yeah. man. We got to yeah. get those Muslims, huh? I went and got a flag. I put a flag sticker on the back of my car. You know, I was super patriotic. I was definitely on board. So I wish I could say I knew right away. It's hard for me to comprehend that kind of level of deceit and evil. But eventually I kind of came around and then I was researching. There was this guy, uh, head of the ghost, ghost troop. He was kind of like, I don't know, did you ever hear of the ghost troop? They were kind of an early. 9-11 Truth Group. No, I never heard of these guys. Yeah, his name was Day, uh, Colonel Day, Captain Captain May, sorry, Captain May. And he was around. He's unfortunately passed away. But he was doing a lot of early writing. He was an ex-military guy and kind of understood a little quicker than everybody. But he started noticing this overabundance of 11s. So they're not random numbers. It's like if you take one out of 100 and you see 11, 11 and over, statistically it becomes very unlikely that they're there in a random number drawing, right? So I was like, well, what's this number 11 mean? So then I studied the number 11. Well, it turns out number 11 is really the prime number of magic, like magic with a K. So magic, people who practice the occult. 11 is very important. It's the fusing together of the pentagram and the hexagram, right? Five and a six. It has other meanings too. And so then I was like, well, why is this number important? And it led me back to Aleister Crowley and his ideas. He was like the black magician, He was born in 1875, died in 1947. But he was also a practitioner of ceremonial magic. But also he had a political kind of outlook. He wanted this, he had this idea, the slaves shall serve. And it was in his Libra 77. You'll see these numbers repeated through Crowley's work and the events of 9-11. So Libra 77 says the slave shall serve. There's no God but man. 
So that was really kind of his ideas. And I was like, oh, wow. So his idea is 9-11, what's the correlation? And I think that that was really what happened in 9-11 is that it was an imposition, in part, it was world control, new world order. But the new the spiritual ideas behind the new world order are Luciferian, which Crowley was called himself. He wanted to be the chief of staff of Satan, he was trying to be in contact with him. But he called him a different name. He called it Awas, Lord of the Air. So it was very consistent. And there may be a familial connection between Barbara Bush uh, and Crowley, as she being the offspring of Alistair Crowley. So it would make sense that all these ideas were consistent. And the Bush family has the connection to the occult through Skull and Bones. So that was really the, the book that I had. And actually, when I wrote that book in 2010, I said, this is what the New World Order, I have a chapter on what the New World Order is going to do and the ideas that had in one of theirs to be careful for, for vaccines and shots. So I'm, I'm kind of self-satisfied that I had that included in my book, uh, Prophet of Evil, which is on its third edition. The original one I did, I literally printed it out on my home uh, printer and sent it out. But then I became more sophisticated. Now it looks good. It's a six by nine book. But uh, that really changed my worldview and the view of the occult and numerology. Their numerology, I don't believe numbers have power, but some people have a, the numbers have a connection to concepts or ideas. They're, they're all in this uh, occult, whatever you want to call it, uh, secret societies, dark occultist uh, uh, cults, and they're definitely following this numerology and using it to, uh, to engineer world events according to their schedule to to uh to cast spells on the public and it seems to i mean i don't know how it works i mean i guess you have to be high up uh priest in this cult to understand how all this magic works but it seems to be working they seem right. no i have no doubt i have no doubt about that that they, that they the events of 9-11 were kind of an external act of ceremonial magic and it was intended to traumatize people and then put ideas in their head. So it ties into behavioral modification, behavioral psychology, and all that stuff. So I think it was all in, included in 9-11. These social engineers know what they're doing, obviously, because it seems like more than... It seems like the majority of the public are in some type of uh, trance under mind control. And of course, I think it's de definitely integrated into the events of what's happening now. So... Um, right now, they're, next week, the WEF is meeting, right? They must probably plot our demise. And some <laughs> people are showing up. They're having the FBI Ray show up, which is uh, a shocker. Like somebody covering or implementing law enforcement policy is going and talking to all these people in, in uh, Switzerland. But another person who's showing up is Samantha Power, her name. And her husband is Cass Sunstein, who has written like legal articles about social manipulation, infiltration, and literally supported a lot of these ideas and supported the Obama administration. So you have this hot, like uh, top-level intellectual from Harvard Law School involved in all this stuff. And he was involved as long as, as well as some other kind of high-end business consultancy in how to degrade vaccine hesitancy all through like behavioral. And what did they do? They went right after your job. So they knew that they could go after your money to get people to t take the kill shot. It's so sinister. It's very sinister. So this is, these are criminal acts. These are total criminals. They're monsters. They took away bodily autonomy. They took away informed consent. They took away natural immunity. So these guys do know behavioral. And it ties actually into the MK Ultra program and everything that was learned there and how to Milgram experiment how you can get people to go along. A lot of people just went along because the herd went along. And that herd was actually faked. So they actually have found, there's a journalist you can look up on Twitter, Lafredo is his name, but he found that a lot of these doctors were just a fake herd telling people that people were dying and you got to get your vaccine. Totally fake astro, not even astroturf. I don't know what you would call it, like a fake herd so that, well, if everybody else is getting their vaccine, I'm on board. So a lot is super sinister. So it led people to their own injury and death. And then you had, um, and they published it. It was like in the, the UK Independent, the 77th Brigade out of the UK. They admitted that they, they have cyber 
uh, armies on the internet to influence people. And one of the main things was uh, pushing the vaccine and go along with uh, COVID-19 public health policies. And of course, they, uh, they interchange, what is it, the five eyes, right? The five eyes and they interchange. And so the U.S. can say, oh, we're not spying and influencing and doing all this uh, to the American people. We're doing it to the U.K., to New Zealand, to Australia. And then Australia uses their intelligence agency against the United States. And so, you know, the CIA says, we didn't operate domestically here. We were just uh, spying and influencing and doing all of our dirty tricks on those guys over there and vice versa. And that's how it all works. And it's all, that's all come out. And it's, uh, and here's a, here's a kicker. The head of the director of national intelligence, her name is Avril Haynes. She was involved in event 201 and she is showing up in Davos next week. So that should and I the also, of people, what's going on? Like people <laughs> need to throw up and go, hey, stop everything. Everything has to stop. We've got to figure out what's going on. So they that's also indicative of the fact that they have an agenda, that they're rolling out an agenda. So it should frighten people what, uh, thinking about what's next, what these criminals could do next. It's really a meeting of, and the whole time they say, oh, we're philanthropists, we're effective altruists, we, we care about the world, we're saving you from, uh, you know, climate change is the next thing, we, we just saved you from COVID, for crying out loud. So now uh, they claim that if we follow all of their environmental regulations over the next hundred years, somehow we're going to stop the world from increasing in temperature 1.5 degrees celsius that's official from the united nations and the rest of these clown liars and that basically means kill everybody live in poverty have nothing uh, we just saw they're they're floating the idea of getting rid of gas stoves for crying right. out loud um, the slave shall serve see the ideology is the same as crowley it's neo-feudalism that's the important thing that I included yeah. in my first book it's neo-feudalism you'll get nothing you won't get a car they literally had a propaganda piece through the WEF that showed some, you know, mind-raped woman smiling with a sign that said, you'll own nothing and be happy. You will not be happy. People are not happy. They're just grinding everybody into poverty right now. So the neo-feudal objective, I think, is very successful. I think a lot of people are really, I mean, if you look at the stats, half of America is like one paycheck from living on the street and they can't afford a $500 charge. So I think the political leaders have, normalize this level of evil in well, really one or two generations because I talked to my dad. I know my dad and mom, what they did, what they were able to do. My mom didn't have to work. She worked like little part-time jobs. My dad could bring in enough money to cover the mortgage and pay it off in four years and own his own house and have a car and have, have vacations. And now they've screwed up the financial. They haven't screwed it up. They've done it intentionally to, pump and dump and through inflation take all your money and give it to themselves and that, that whole thing part of the covid thing was a huge wealth transference to the top to the elites and it's really funny too because i know people on the left i talked to them and they can't they can't believe how bad they got screwed like because they got screwed by their own party too so they can't really see through the real actions of what they do they're so partisan that it blinds them it's literally putting on like blinders on a on a horse or something that, that's what i don't get william these people married to their i admit i vote i voted republican these they sold me out man they tr i voted trump twice right he sold me out i could admit it right i don't get and the, it's the right to these these trump people they are a lot of them in a cult they can't admit this guy uh he sold us out with once he did covid forget about it man and so and, and once you go do your research, you find out it's a lot worse than that. But just start with COVID. But they stay with them no matter what. Just like you're saying, uh, why are you people married to your political party for crying out loud? They both sold us out. It's plain as day. It's time to break with this system and call them out and say, we're no longer participating anymore. They want us to get violent, William. Like we're talking yeah, about, yeah. I think, before the show, maybe on the show, that uh, once all this comes out and people find out they've been sterilized, They've been killed. Their their children have been sterilized and killed by this thing. I I foresee people getting violent against the uh, medical establishment. We're not calling for violence. We don't want violence. That's what they want. They they have planned all this out to the T, and they could see it coming a mile away because they know what they've done with these vaccinations, with the uh, lockdowns, with like you said, pressuring people into taking this vaccine or lose your job. 
they've committed crimes against humanity. They know it, and they have foreseen that the public will wake up, and you can only carry on the cover-up and censorship so long. And they've foreseen the violent backlash against them, and, of course, they're going to reel out their puppets, Fauci, and whoever else, the, the head of the CDC and all these all these ridiculous clowns that say they're doctors and the science, and uh, they're going to take the brunt of the public's anger. But uh, but we have to we have to call for a peace, as in a peace in the Ukraine Russia conflict, peace here right. in America. Yeah. They're they're constantly stoking every six months or so they'll come along. Oh, civil war! We need a civil war because the the left wing and the right wing states just can't get along. I think everyday Americans can get along. That's the media and the political establishment pushing that narrative because they would like nothing more than for us to get violent. And then they could say, uh, look, we've been telling you guys the whole time. There's these uh, right wing Christian nationalists. They're the bad people. They're the domestic terrorists. We've been telling you. And they've been planning those stories in the media last couple of years and building up that narrative. And so they would like nothing more than for it to actually happen. And so that's why I'm continually calling for peace on this show. And we need to uh, go about using our system, no matter how corrupt it is, the correct way to arrest, charge, try, and uh, convict these people that have committed crimes against humanity against us. And there's many of them and the financial crimes that you've also uh, listed here. I totally agree with you. You have to just use the, the due process they get, give them their constitutional rights. Look at the, the facts are damning right now. There's so many facts that they hid stuff. The CDC and Walensky hid just damning information about injury in the, from the middle of 2021 and then went on TV and said safe and effective. So she deliberately lied. She knew what she had. And that data is extrapolated. The injuries are off the charts. And, and there, there were warning signals. So like Steve Kirsch was a researcher. He said he put out two billboards in front of the CDC. Why didn't these warning signals get triggered so that you tell the public? They just overlooked it and do it, didn't even follow their own procedures. So there's enough there for civil and criminal penalties, in my opinion. And I think that you're right. We have to just follow the uh, follow the law because these are criminals. The public are not criminals. They're just following, trusting their government. But the criminals were liars. And it led to death. And it's 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 2023 is going to be a very grim year. I promise you that. You can mark my word. Write that on the board, because the the, the deaths have only started. It's horrible. Well, we've been warning. My conscience is clean over here at Weaponized News. I've been warning against all vaccines actually since uh, 2015, way before COVID, when they mandated. Uh, the 72 shots for children to attend school in California. I've been warning against this uh, med biomedical police state. They've been they've been building it here in California. Anyone here paying attention should know what they're doing here is just totally ridiculous. They got rid of our our personal belief, our religious, our uh, philosophical exemptions first. Then the next year, that was SB 277. Then they did SB 276, got rid of children's medical exemption. So you can have it on your medical record. You were injured by a vaccine. They don't care. They say, take another vaccine. That's the uh, sadistic criminal nature of the California State Health Department, Gavin Newsom, the whole legislature, as far as I'm concerned. Very few have spoken up against this uh evil behavior and so california is ground zero for the vaccine state here now it's and the biomedical death state because they just passed that other law this year that if doctors complain they're going to go right after their license so there's no autonomy that's why the doctors can't speak out is because they seem to be passing them they've done i actually attribute a lot of it to evil and corruption but the the legislator are full of idiots too like a lot of these uh, politicians are dumber than dirt i didn't know how stupid they were but they don't understand the consequences of some of the, the actions. They think they're doing, some of them, I believe, think they're doing the right thing because they don't know that the vaccines have been damaging everything. Robert F. Kennedy has been, there's a correlation between the, you probably know this, the correlation between the vaccine increased and autism, which never happened when I was young. I'm 54. Maybe one person was autistic. Now there's just whole classrooms full of, full of injured people. And uh, what's it from? 
you know, it's not climate change, which is a total farce. <laughs> anytime the, the climate, anybody's well, maybe gas stoves. I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe gas stoves. So things are bad. Yeah, we're not in a good spot. And, you know, I think what's going to happen, too, is there are a lot of people who are kind of not politically active will become politically active because of a lot of these crimes that are happening. They just can't survive. They won't be able to survive in this environment. Man, what they've done, and now uh, there was a lot of public pressure, peer pressure. Uh, you're going to, and then the stupid people that they did it. We had a vaccine lottery in California for crying out loud, the most dystopic, ridiculous thing with Gavin Newsom and Senator Richard Pan up there on the stage with a big wheel to spin it. And they did it twice, actually. They did one, I, I don't even know, I think it was in Sacramento, and then one at Universal Studios, if you could remember that, where I they did. said, uh, California's roaring back for the bear, right? <laughs> California's roaring back, we're reopening. And then, but they shut, they, they did lockdowns and shutdowns even after that. And they had like, it's just cartoonish, dystopic, nightmare level stuff that our government is doing, putting out on the television, all over the media. They're still pushing it on our our television. I heard, I barely watch television. Little bit I catch. There's a here what a vaccine commercial. I mean, still and on the radio it's everywhere. Radio, it's everywhere. TV, billion dollars supporting billion, people. Multi billion dollar uh, propaganda campaigns uh, to get you to take this vaccine. Yeah, it's really not a vaccine, but yeah, no, they're doing it. They. I was just looking on social media. Pfizer's paying like known actors and uh, entertainers to support it. So they paid Pink, Michael Phelps, Quest Love, and Charlie Puth. So I don't know how much they paid them, but they're going after, you know, the the sweet spot of the younger kids. So influencers, yeah. They're paying they, they're paying they're paying guys we don't even know because I'm not they're paying TikTok influencers. Me and you I don't know if you're on TikTok. I'm not, but uh I'm not. but I know that a lot of the youth are on that uh app and they're paying the influencers that the youth are listening to on there to push this uh poison on them and it's just it's so evil, so wrong it's beyond, uh, and then supposedly they have indemnity, but then you got, um, I, I think I saw you post uh, Edward Dowd, um, where he's come out and said, and I've actually interviewed him like two years ago, that, that interview's buried somewhere, but uh, even before he came, came out hard and was all over the media on weaponized news, you could go to weaponized news and find that, but, uh, but Edward Dowd has done great work, and he's come out and said, no, their indemnity of the vaccine makers is going to be null and void. They're going to lose it because they've committed fraud. And so right. they voided the contract now with their fraud. And I think he may be on to something. No, they are. No, it's, it's in their contracts. My understanding based upon a contract I saw out of Slovakia, there is, they say that this, this contract that we have is nullified because if we commit fraud, so they were bold enough to have the contracts made with those clauses in there. I'm very familiar with corporate contracts. And so, and the other thing is that's just for civil. So the criminal, you cannot contract out of criminal law. So the criminal stuff, these guys can be arrested for crimes. But there are ways uh, that uh, take away um, all kinds of contracts. There's all kinds of things, Unconscion unconscionability, fraud, um, uh, lack of information. The fraud stuff is going to be bad because there's so much proof of fraud that any judge, I think even a dumb judge, could realize that hey, they're they're not indemnified. You got to get a corrupt one or one of them, a Freemason, whatever that's in their death cult with them, whatever they are, whatever death cult society. You got to get one of those judges is the only judge that would rule against the obvious fraud, the stack of dead bodies and injuries that we got now that they cannot cover up. I mean, yeah. my gosh, if we get an honest judge, they're done. I don't see how they could possibly win in court um some of the numbers that are being bandied around are off the charts there was a guy denis rancor who i read one of his papers he estimated that the shots killed 4.7 million people in india in india huh that's well, that's a nation worth of people dead from the rollout because they had the same type of thing their um prime minister had this big program to get the shot out and there's correlations clearly between the shot and the death. So it's not COVID. Like you can look, these are the state's own information. 
this isn't some kind of third party. This comes from the nation itself. And there's spikes right after when the, the shots come out. Same thing happened. I think it was somebody got the information for one of the island nations. And so you could tell it wasn't COVID that was killing people because the correlation in, in time was like five weeks after the shot. So these huge spikes happened right after the shots were rolled out. Whereas COVID should have just been a, a long graph of death, right? Because it's being passed around over time. So they're, they're lying. I, I actually saw uh, Fauci lie uh, just the other day within <laughs> the last week about saying he was trying to conflate COVID with the shot. So he was trying to say COVID caused the myocarditis. But it was never reported that COVID was causing myocarditis until recently. So remember, COVID was a... Uh, it was a problem with your lungs. That's really what it was. It That's what they sold it to us as a respiratory yeah, yeah. disease. Respiratory, thank you. Yeah. So and he's then, lying. And then uh, children were not at risk the whole time of COVID until they pushed it through the FDA approval process. And by the way, we're it's still this this quote vaccine, which is a gene therapy, or I mean, and who else? We don't even know what this is. It's an experiment. It's still under emergency use authorization. They lied. That it was approved, the confirmity, I guess, was approved. But uh, you can't even find that confirmity on the market here in the United States. So every vaccine on the market in the United States is under emergency use authorization, still an experiment. Uh, if we look at the VARS data here now, that's pulling from the CDC. And uh, we're looking at, for U.S. and U.S. territories, 16,246 uh, deaths. And that's... a uh, Two weeks old data, 73,000 hospitalizations, and it just goes down the list of horrific side effects. And you look at the total VARS data, it's up to 33,469 deaths, and that's the official data reported on them. And then you uh, look into if that data is reliable, and a Harvard study like 10 years ago said like 10, uh, 1% is reported, and then there was another study. A uh, few years, a uh, few years ago, that said uh, anywhere from one to ten percent is reported. So very underreported. But any anybody looking at the this data from the CDC uh, safety reporting system, the vaccine adverse events reporting system, would say we need to pull this product off the market with with how bad that data is. But yet they continue. They haven't stopped. They haven't let up. They're still putting it in. There was a guy in Germany that I got a report just today who found antimony in some of the shots, which is a totally toxic compound. What is so it called? things in what there that shouldn't in? be in there. Antimony. A-N-T-I-O-M-N-Y. So there's things in these shots. One. Yeah, but there's the thing is, is that the shots are different. They're not all uniform. So some of these batches are bad. And there's different things in different shots. And some people have looked at shots and said they're saline. They can't find anything. So something is going on behind the curtain. They're either putting out different shots or something like that. I don't know what's going on. A giant yeah, There's still information coming out. Yeah. The people are pissed. That's why there's going to be like a bunch of people who have been affected by this who are going to get involved. So it's going to be huge. They're just going to get people are going to get off the fence and be like, I want to learn as much as possible. People are hungry for the truth because they've been lied to for years. We've been waiting for you at Weaponized News. It's time to wake up now because they're trying to kill you and your family and, and wipe out your bloodline. They're trying to end your bloodline now. And I know it sounds extreme. And they've been saying that it sounds extreme for 15 years. But we're at now in 2023, uh, the veil uh, is coming off and you should uh, remove those scales from your eyes and see uh, what is going on here. And uh, we've been reporting the best uh, truth that we can get out there at weaponizednews.com. Uh, in our last, we got like five minutes left, William. I saw on your bio that you're a Christian and don't take all this occult reporting. And, and same here, right? I'm a Christian and uh, don't take all my occult reporting as I'm saying that uh, get into the cult, but uh, I think that we have to, as Christians, look into this stuff because this is what the, the powers that be, the global powers, they are into it. And so we need to understand what the heck these crazy guys are doing that are directing the world to toward this one world government, the Antichrist, the revelations as it's prophesied. So uh, so tell us about, about your uh, 
your Christian faith and, and going down these dark paths of uh, researching the global uh, occult, the death cult. I think that my Christian faith is what led me to put these books together and put it out. I really started out on the fringe Christian media. That's really where my first interviews were back in 2010. So I think I view my books as Christian books. I was called once a Satanist and my eyes almost popped out of my head just because of the titles of my books. They're all Christian based. I have quotes from the Bible and the intros. I am following uh, Ephesians 612. I believe I'm, I'm called to expose these things. So I'm operating in faith. There's very evil people in the world with very nefarious, sinister plots and plans. They've always been around, but this time they have a global reach. So I think that uh, you should look at the book of Revelation because a lot of this stuff, I mean, I've seen memes online, like what part of the book of Revelation comes through today or comes true today. So I think that they are in line. The interesting thing about Crowley too is that he was, interested in fulfilling the book of revelation he uses used stuff like the scarlet woman and the beast in part of his religious uh, philema but yeah i mean i think that that's really what motivates me and what i would recommend to people who uh who are seeing all these awful things is look at it through a christian worldview because these are i think biblical events and um their faith can get you through these hard, difficult times i think so, I mean, I, I, I'm not a really, I try not to have a lot of public Christian statements and stuff like that, but a lot of my time, I definitely am praying and talking, talking to God, what should I do next? So I doubt Jesus of Nazareth is the Messiah. Not Alistair Crowley? <laughs> no, no. He was an evil person. I mean, he was a monster. That's why I called him the prophet of evil. He was really kind of the prophet of this new age. He believed he was a prophet of Satan and that he was trying to create this kind of new order, this Masonic new order, which he would call the age of Horus. He believed in an aeon, so he wanted to make cyclical change, really, like a, a thousand-year Reich or something like that. Yeah, Christians need to wake up, man. And, um, and I don't feel like the church whatever church or denomination you're attending, I don't feel like they're doing the job here now, William. And so myself too, um, we got to, we got to uh, wake up the Christians to take a look about what's going on. Don't trust the government. Um, wake up, man. Don't, don't trust your preacher. If they're not talking about this one world government, the they're fulfilling revelation. The powers that be are satanic. Um, carrying out a global death cult agenda, calling agenda. If, if you're, if you're uh, religious leaders not talking about this stuff, man, you need to take a, a hard look in the mirror and ask them why, what is going on? Are you leading me to slaughter? Because uh, this is what time it is. This is what's going on. Let's, uh, let's throw your books up here. And so people can, let's plug your, your books here. If I can, uh, if I can get the, my share screen to work. There we go. Um, there's all of William's books right there. You've got Global Death Cult, Abomination, Children of the Beast, and Prophet of Evil. And like you said, you're not trying to lead people into the dark occult. You're trying to warn them about it and inform them and get them to take a look at what the heck's really going on with the power global power elite. Yes. Yeah, they are. They have a lot of these ideas. They believe in a lot of this stuff. And I think one of the most, most important precepts is this idea of the slaves shall serve. They believe in neo-feudalism. Crowley, I have quotes from Crowley and Prophet of Evil where he said, we will raise them like cattle. We will treat them like cattle. We will shear them and eat their meat and have the quiet, they will have the quiet wisdom of the cattle. That's what he said. That's the way he thought of other people. And he was an elitist too. He never really worked. A day in his life, he uh, came from a wealthy family. So he's totally detached from the nine to five lives of the average working person. And he came from a very classist uh, UK. And so his ideas were like the worst social system ever. But he believed in, in feudalism for sure. Seems like they all do. It's time to wake up, take back the power with a peaceful protest. Uh, Town-level recalls we've been advocating 
on this show, uh, go talk to your local city council, your county board of supervisors, get to know who your county sheriff is. All those, forget trying to fight it on a federal level. That's already, I think, too far gone. We need to fight it on a local level and wake up your friends and family in your, start there in your circle of influence. Uh, any last words before we let you go, William? Yeah, another thing is the state AGs. The state AGs have a lot of power. They've actually deposed Fauchio already. And you can see him just dis- dissembling through the whole thing, not answering questions, forgetting stuff. He like suddenly can't remember stuff. So the state AGs, at least if you're not in a corrupt state, not in California, um, <laughs> uh, are worthwhile maybe to, to send stuff to. But the federal government's uh, gone. Uh, it's already been taken over by a lot of forces, evil forces. I, maybe something will happen to Republicans, but... Um, yeah, these are important times, and people need to be have their light lit. You know, they're uh, seeing uh, how evil what's going on. These people have very nefarious, sinister plans, and you can listen to a lot of my stuff. I have over eight hundred episodes on a wide variety of things, and these subjects I've done uh, twenty eight series or episodes on bioweapon blues. So I cover. I'm trying to cover and historically memorialize what's happening. Once I realized died suddenly. On Facebook and these people were telling their stories and a flood of people came in. That's really when it clicked for me. So you can hear that on William Ramsey Investigates or see my show on Rockfin. I just got kicked off on my third YouTube channel. Um, but you, I have five books. You can get them on Amazon. If you like side, signed copies, you can go to William Ramsey Investigates. I also have five videos on the same subjects. Uh, two are about the Smiley Face Killers, which is a string of young men being abducted and murdered throughout the United States. That's pretty grim. But also, if you are more of a visual learner, you can see Prophet of Evil and Children of the Beast on my Vimeo channel. And also, I have something about occult Hollywood. So people are definitely exposing a lot of occult ideas through film in modern America. So that's pretty much all my work. Awesome, William. Thank you very much.